today's topic is who can understand bhagavad gita what is the qualification what is the eligibility there are many but one of the very important which is connected to today's verse uh, we will discuss during the course of discussion and also we will be discussing about as i told his grace janan prabhu one of the very great devotee very nice vaishnava which was there there prabhupad times and he had a lot of services prabhupad told his disappearance they should be celebrated like we celebrate disappearance day of great vaishnava acharya so was such a great devotee and we can learn many many things if you really want to advance in spiritual life we can learn many many things from his life so we will be reading something about him also what kind of characters characteristic he had what kind of personality he was very very inspiring especially for all those who want to become a nice devotee for them it is a very very important uh, life history of janan prabhu that also we discuss and also since tomorrow is narsimha jayanti very very important day appearance day of lord narsimha dev we'll be discussing some bit about that also so today's verse balad maharaj spring to narsimha dev so is spring जनम निपतिशन विद मटीरियल डिजायर one after another i was gradually falling into a blind well of snakes following the general populace but your servant narad muni kindly accepted me as his disciple and instructed me how to achieve this transcendental position therefore my first duty is to serve him how could i leave his service so one of the very important principle of devotional life how to advance in his krishna consciousness which is mentioned here vistav vritti seva so when prabhupad was was being interviewed so he used to go go for many many interviews they so they ask what is the uh, message of krishna consciousness what is the mean mean understanding of krishna consciousness and your teachings whatever your teaching is actually based on what which book so prabhupad told yes our krishna consciousness movement is basically based on the teachings of bhagavad gita which is given by lord krishna himself and what is bhagavad gita prabhupad das bhagavad gita is a book which is generally we understand generally whatever we have till now understanding is 5000 years back it was written and in bhagavad gita one the very important thing which was mentioned is what is god and what is our relationship with the god what is our what what uh, relationship we have with god and this is the first teachings krishna talks in bhagavad gita one of the very important teaching is what is our relationship with the god so prabhupada gives very nice example just like when a person is staying in a country and he has a relationship with that country or state whatever it may be so when a person acts in that capacity nicely suppose i am staying in india i am indian citizen so if i behave nicely like indian citizen 
I will be given full protection by the state. And sometime if I act in such a way, I will be get some reward also. I will be recognized by the Indian country. Similarly, when a person understand that what is my relationship with the God, who am I and what is my relationship with God, then a person acts in that capacity. And just like a person who gets safety or all kind of facility from the, from the country, if he's acting in that capacity nicely, similarly, a, a person who act in that capacity as a devotee of the Lord, he also will get all the protection from the Lord, just like Prahlad Maharaj got all the protection from the Lord. Now, this is not something which is uh, concoction. Sometimes people can say, okay, what is what is the need of knowing all this? What is the need or need of knowing my relationship with the God? Let me do like that only. Let me uh, do whatever the way I might know. That is not possible. Because there is a process. There is a rules. There are some rules and regulations which are working and understanding the use of life also. Just like if somebody can say, okay, I have to drive a car. I can drive anyway. I can drive from instead of left, I can drive from the right side also. Anyways, driving or morning, no. It's a driving, but there is some certain rules and regulations which are working. If I drive in a wrong manner, I'll be criminal. I'll be caught. Similarly, when we perform devotional service, we are trying to understand about spirituality, about our, ourselves, about the purpose of life. There is a specific way how to understand this thing. There's a standard way. We cannot say, a person cannot say that I can do the way I want. No. If a person is telling like that, that I want to do the way I want, that means he may be doing something, but ultimately he may not get the desired result out of it. So that's why it is very, very important to understand the standard process, standard procedure to understand spiritual life. It is not something in concoction. I can do speculation on this part. No. If a person can understand how to deal, how to follow spiritual life and how to understand this science of spirituality, just like Bhagavad Gita also Krishna said Bhagavad Gita idam idam te guhyatamam proktamami rasamuttamam that means this what I am going to tell you is a very big conversation knowledge so conversation knowledge means it is not that uh, it is not available to anyone anybody can go and read Bhagavad Gita that is possible we can go and take Bhagavad Gita there are many Bhagavad Gita are available in the market but not everyone will be able to understand the real meaning of Bhagavad Gita this is a very important thing. Sometimes people take very much encouragement or very much proud that I have read Gita, I know verses. But what is the use of knowing which we are not able to implement? So that implementation part, the spirit of the message comes when we take from standard process, standard authorized way. If you don't take from standard authorized way, we may be having the false satisfaction that I have read Gita, but we will not be able to understand the real meaning of Gita. And that we have discussed many, many times in these sessions also. The real understanding, the real meaning comes when we follow up in Parampara system. That we come, that the person understands the spirit of the knowledge. So when Krishna is speaking Bhagavad Gita to Arjuna, there is a central spirit behind it. That spirit we can receive, we can get. Then we take that spirit and message from authorized sources. And how, what is the process? The process, what is being mentioned here by Narad, by Prahlad Maharaj, very nice. The last verse of this, the last word of this verse was Tarubhritta Seva. That means serving your pure devotee. So you see, you can see Prahlad Maharaj himself is a great devotee. If you read the Bhagavad Gita, it is mentioned, Dattyanam Prahlad Vasmi. That means Krishna is telling among the, among the demons, I am Prahlad. 
So in the demons also sometimes some devotee may come, just like we have seen Pradhan Maharaj. His father was here in a Kashyapu, was a demon. So practically speaking, he was he has taken birth in a family of demon, but still he was a great devotee. So Prabhupada says that he was also Shakta Veshavta. Pradhan Maharaj was a Shakta Veshavta. How Shakta Veshavta? Because he has got the potency which Lord has. So that is the meaning of Shaktiya Vaishavta. So Prahlad Maharaj, who Shaktiya Vaishavta, he is telling, let me serve your pure devotee, Nasimadev's pure devotee, like Narad Dev, Narad Muni. And he is clearly explaining here, how can I leave his service? Because of him only, I am able to understand this knowledge. So this material world where people are full of ignorance, they don't have any understanding. Just like I told, I, can, I cannot say that because I don't know, I can walk, I can drive this car, Instead of left side, I can write, I can write on the right side. No, I will be caught. I will be punished. I will be fined. Similarly, we cannot say the ignorance of law is an excuse. So this living entity is those who are under ignorance of the real law of this world, real nature of this material world. Spiritual master and pure duty, they come and they give us this message. And because of their mercy, we are able to understand. That is the meaning of Vaishnava Paddhati. Vaishnava Paddhati means how to understand Knowledge as per Western understanding, and that is Tavagritya Seva. We have to serve a pure devotee, otherwise, it is not possible. We cannot directly serve Krishna. It is very important instruction, especially in Vaishnava Sampradaya. You will find many times Prabhupada also said, You cannot directly jump to Krishna, you cannot directly go to Krishna. No, you have to go through parampara. Just like when we talk about our parampara, we have Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, then we have. Uh, six Goswamis, then, then we have other Acharya, the Krishna, Skavaraj, Goswami, Narottam, Das Thakur, Vishnu, Shakri Thakur, like the different Acharyas are there, finally we come to Srila Prabhupada. There is a Vaishnava tradition which is coming in the line. So we cannot surpass any one of them and directly jump to the uh, Krishna. Sometimes people have the understanding, I am there and Lord is there, there is no one between them. No. You cannot approach Prabhupada, say till the time you become pure, you cannot approach Krishna because supremely pure. Just like you want to go into fire, you should be like fire. Similarly, if you want to approach Krishna who is supremely pure, you have to be pure. You cannot directly approach Krishna. You have to approach through a spiritual master, more of a spiritual master. That is pure devotee of the Lord. So without having a pure devotee spiritual master, one cannot directly approach Krishna. So that's why whenever we offer any prayer, whenever we do anything, First of all, we offer a prayer to spiritual master. Just like here also in the session, we saw Om Ajnana Tibarandasya Jnana Jana Shalakya Chakshurum Nitamena Tasmai Shri Guru Venama. That means I was taken birth, I took birth in darkness and my spiritual master has enlightened me by torch of knowledge. So we start our, our anything to the prayers to spiritual master. Namam Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishthaya Bhutale Srimade Bhakti Vedanta Swamiti Ramane. So always, this is a principle in devotional life. Nobody can directly jump to Krishna. If a person is doing that, he is actually in hallucination that I will be advancing. To that extent, we have examples of great devotees. Even Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself, when he came, he was serving his spiritual master. His spiritual master was Ishwar Puri. So he was serving Ishwar Puri, who was his spiritual master. He need not to serve anyone. But because he was playing part of a devotee, he took that opportunity and he serves Ishwar Puri. And Ishwar Puri served Madhvendra Puri, spiritual master. Like that you see, the entire chain of parampara you see, you will, you will find that everyone is serving his 
his senior superior devotee and by their mercy we can understand this knowledge prahlad maharaj if you read if you go in further verses you will see narsimha dev will uh, will going to benedict will give try to give him many many benedictions but he will reject everything and ultimately he will tell i want to serve your pure devotee narad muni and by serving him i want to serve you so there is no contradiction in western philosophy actually uh, same principle you will find in bhagavad gita also टीचिंग Want to be able to do that because we are not serving a pure devotee. So it's a very important principle, and Prabhupada himself has exhibited that by serving his spiritual master, Bhagwan Maharaj. So he said that all of you, those who are following Krishna consciousness, all of you have come here because of mercy of my spiritual master. Actually, all of you are my spiritual master, representative of my spiritual master. I should be serving you, not you should be serving me. Through that action, Prabhupada says. so this principle of tarv bhakti seva is applicable everywhere even uh, when we live in devotee association when we uh, stay in devotee community there also we have to apply this principle that we are trying to serve another vaishnava and if we somehow the other can understand this thing how to please another vaishnava please does not mean that generally we have understanding of pleasing other vaishnava means uh, buttering the corporate world we use this word buttering so this buttering and all is not required genuine uh, genuine praise for a devotee because the person is serving lord if you can develop that then we can advance very very nicely very quickly because we can save ourselves from fault finding and that also it is mentioned by prabhupad that in the success in spiritual life is more or less depend on the mercy of guru mercy of guru and krishna so before krishna the mercy comes of guru the guru's mercy by guru's mercy we can understand krishna guru krishna kripa pai bhakti lata bis and for a disciple for a devotee everything is done when he has worshiped his guru it is it is mentioned in the in bhagavatam also that a person uh, who is playing the role of an acharya a spiritual master he is actually representative of all the demigods acharyam purusho vinda that means the person who is a pure devotee he is acharya he is representative of all the demigods sarav devo maya guru that's why uh, sometimes people ask why don't you worship ganesha we generally see in any function and anything we worship ganesha first but you will not not find this case in our temples and all because ultimately when we are worshiping a pure devotee shri prabhupad we are shri prabhupad is representative of all the demigods including lord ganesha also. so that's why it is not required to worship lord ganesha in the beginning of any of the ceremony so we worship prabhupada we start with his his worship and by his worship we are able to satisfy all the demigods so that's why it's not a god to worship alone because he is representative of all the uh, demigods and that's why guru spiritual master trains a disciple so that's why he is telling here can you see narad muni your son narad kindly accepted me as disciple instructed me how to achieve this transcendental position that means the spiritual master he accepts a disciple and he trains him 
and that is the first principle in spiritual life is ado guru ashraya that means the first thing is we have to accept shelter of a guru spiritual master when we accept the shelter of a spiritual master from there our spiritual life actually starts and spiritual master then he will take charge of his disciples life and then he will guide him point after point how to what to do what to do when to do how to do he will tell everything and by his mercy finally disciple can understand krishna otherwise the bhakti seva a person directly want to jump it is not possible and that's why it is very very important for us also to understand from whom we should hear this is also one of the thing we should know sometime in the name of hearing bhagavad gita and bhagavatam we we hear from everywhere anywhere it happens many times then we come up with so many contradictions prabhu ji you are telling like this please tell like this how to understand what to understand no just like sanatan goswami has said avashtavat mukut kirnam putahari katha amritam shavanam nev shavanam evana kartavyam sarpo uchishta yathapeh that means if a person is telling krishna katha he is a avashtava is not a avashtava we should not hear from him similarly Although Krishna Katha is very much powerful, but because of our our conditioning, our contamination, if we hear from a person who is not a devotee, we will be it will be like a poison for us. So that's why we should be very very careful from whom we are hearing, and who is the person who uh, from whose lips we are hearing Krishna Katha. So it's not that anybody is speaking on on Krishna about Bhagavad Gita and everything, and we can go and hear. No, it's like many times. people they come on television they speak a lot about bhagavad gita krishna and ultimately say they will say yes, you are only the same krishna you are only the same person you are on the same thing. ultimately it is maya vadism that means ultimately we are god no we cannot become god we are not god at all so we are always servant of god and that's why we can become servant of the god very nice servant of god just by serving another servant of krishna that's why chaitanya mahaprabhu says gopi bhartupada kamaleo das 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 dasanu das that means that we become a servant of servant of servant like 100 times then i can become a nice servant of krishna so it requires a great deal of humility great deal of patience to develop this quality that prahlad maharaj is exhibiting here that will be seva i want to become your servant servant i want to become your pure devotee servant and then whatever he desires let me have his desire so one of the very important thing is although we should we should aspire to serve lord in the best way possible but ultimately we should also surrender to a pure devotee whatever pure devotee says we should do that it is not that i can do anything by my own wish and will then i can say okay it is krishna's desire no that's why in our parampara system it is very much required to have authorization that means whatever i am doing i should take guidance from my superior or senior or at least who can guide me i cannot do anything by my own imaginative way i can then i can take this service to krishna no whether it was authorized or not that we should know just like prahlad maharaj uh, was been told by narad muni that he have to chant this mantra similarly we have dhru maharaj also dhru maharaj also when he went to forest for doing tapasya his mood was how can i somehow the other 
become a greater king than my father and i can get entire kingdom so his mood was this but narad muni came and narad muni told him no better you chant this mantra and because of again his narad muni touch he became a great devotee dhruv maharaj became a great devotee so that so that just in prabhupada says the six months he was able to see krishna face to face by the mercy again of narad muni so you can see here even a child like dhruv maharaj and pralad maharaj they are seeing lord face to face so what is the potency of a pure devotee that's why it is been told krishna can give you mukti very easily sometimes people ask can you give me money can you give me name and fame can you give me nice job and everything krishna can give you all these things very easily even he can give you mukti also prabhupada said mukti also we want he can give you but krishna will not give you bhakti very easily not pure devotion selling why because when a person becomes a devotee of krishna pure devotee of krishna he becomes purchased by the lord purposes purchased by the lord means the whatever devotee says krishna will do so this is the potency of becoming a pure devotee a person can purchase krishna by becoming a pure devotee so it is not easy it is not easy to become a pure devotee by the same time just like yashoda maya she was she was capturing krishna she was binding krishna Arjuna was guiding Krishna, so Krishna is ready to take their instructions. He's ready to take instruction of Radha Rani. So this is the potency of a pure devotee. That pure devotee can make another person pure devotee, and he can even guide, tell Krishna, "You have to accept this person." So he will not give bhakti. So there will be test. There will be some troubles also. Maya Devi will take full trouble. But at the same time, just like Pralad Maharaj was going through so many challenges, but he has faith. that nasima they will protect him so similarly we will be also going through many many challenges in our spiritual life that's a fact coming into spiritual life does not mean i will not have any material problem sometimes people have this wrong understanding or oh, now i am chanting nothing should happen to me no it is not like that if you chant it does not mean that you will not have any problem you will have problem but you know how to deal with the problem taking krishna in center now we are trying to solve the problems by our own efforts by our own intelligence because we think that we are very, we are very intelligent we can come out of all the problems of life by my own but when we become a devotee we will be facing the problem and we know how to deal with the problem taking krishna in center keeping krishna in center then in that way we will be able to solve all the problems of life and this tau bhakta seva this principle is very 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 important as i told and this principle is actually exhibited by one of the devotee that discussed about his name was janand prabhu he said janand prabhu so how a person should be a devotee what kind of character he has how he should live how should he should be engaging krishna consciousness we should understand the life of his grace janand prabhu so he was such a great devotee prabhu was at all prabhu but told that his his disappearance should be celebrated throughout the temples all over the world is called temples Like we celebrate the seventh day of Great Vaishnava, and he is called as first saint of Iskcon. Such a nice devotee he was. So just like we have many many role models in life, and just like we read people read many many stories about their heroes and everything, and they get inspired by the person. All of us who are trying to become a nice devotee, we should try to read about Jnanand Prabhu, and you will read and you will get mesmerized what kind of personality he has. So. so that we can take inspiration from his life that how i can also become a nice devotee like janak prabhu and serve shri prabhu pad 
to the end, to the end of our life. The end of our life, we can serve Prabhupada when we understand this instruction. This not instruction. Sometimes there's a there's a saying in English, right? Very important. Actions speak louder than words. That means sometimes we speak big big things. We will give a philosophy. We will slow quota. We will uh, quote so many shlokas and everything we will do. But when it comes to personal behavior, it is not very good. But he was a devotee who may not be speaking big big words. But by his behavior, he made so many devotees and devotees of the caliber like they become the most uh, important personalities in, in Prabhupada's movement. And he was the person who started. So we'll read something about him. And although it's a text, I will be reading. But please, my request to you is, please hear very carefully. Just like we read Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavatam, all these things so that we get inspiration. Similarly, here also we can read and hear uh, about Jainan Prabhu from his life. How to serve Srila Prabhupada? Just like Prahlad Maharaj is telling, fortunately, this verse also is like that. That talk with the seva, serving a pure devotee. So, here we can see a person, a devotee, has already served a pure devotee to the best of his capacity. So, let us read about him a bit and take inspiration from his life so that at least 1% of his quality, if we can develop, our life will be successful. We should pray him that from him that we can also just like he is a great devotee let us also become a great devotee so we will read now i hope all of you will be able to see my screen and after that we we'll take some questions also but before that we will read about jayaram pro Those who are new, they can also hear. It is very, very nice understanding our spiritual life from teaching. So, although I have not covered everything, some very important thing I will be covering. So, this was this is his photo. Then, you can see he is not Indian. So I'll be reading. After the disappearance of Jain and Das on May 1st, 1977, His Divine Grace Shira Prabhupada instructed devotees all over the world to commemorate the event very, sorry, event very every year as they would any, as they would any great Vaishnava disappearance day. That means we have to celebrate his disappearance day just like we celebrate any other devotees disappearance day. So Jainand was all American boy, handsome, strong, Intelligent, born in more than middle-class family, Jan and his name was Jim Core, took a degree in mecha mechanical engineering from Ohio State University. With a background like that, it is surprising that Jananda opened up as a cab driver in San Francisco. Karandars once asked him, why didn't he get a better paying job? I did not fit with the upper-class crowd, he said. Shri Prabhupada's early lectures in Bay areas were mostly attended by hippies and Jainand was one of the only straight people there. Jananda later recalled that I was not much of a religionist, but I was attracted to Shri Prabhupada. He was especially fond of attending the early morning class lectures because at that hour, most of the hippies would be in bed. 
on some occasions jananda would be the only guest listening to shila prabhupad speak from the bhagavatam shila prabhupad was always fond of jananda and sometimes he would invite his budding disciple to take prasad with him in his room shila prabhupad would cook prasad and serve me jananda recalled he did not say anything he just kept feeding me and i kept eating jananda soon donated his life savings of dollar 5000 to shila prabhupad to help his divine grace print the bhagavad gita as it is as more and more devotees joined iskon in the bay area jananda continued to work as cab driver and supported the temple by contributing all his earnings so he did not join but he was serving the temple that time and he was contributing entire his income for the maintenance of the temple jananda knew how to attract people to krishna consciousness with the prasadam weapon <laughs> so when a new duty came for example jananda would see to it that he was sumptuously fed with prasadam when jambavan das was just remembering a devotee just becoming a devotee jananda would bring him a plate of prasadam so big that he thought he could never ever eat at all when he finally did finish the plate jananda immediately put an identical plate down before him i can't eat that said jambavan shila prabhupada said that we should eat till we waddle like a duck said jananda jambavan would finish the second plate also so he was knowing that how to make a person devotee by making eating it prasadam of course jananda himself could be found ordering large quantities of prasad any time day or night he was kind of a devotee who would come up to you at 10 o'clock with some peanut butter halwa and say hey prabhu come here check this out <laughs> another example of this his attachment for krishna consciousness is jananda's love for kirtan jananda was always eager to take the whole temple out on hari naam chanting parties he had a special attraction for chanting in the streets whether kirtan was held in the temple or in the street jananda could always be seen dancing and chanting enthusiastically when he was making maharaj das into a devotee jananda would visit his house and have big kirtans even if there were only two men they would jump and chant nitai gaur hari bol also kananda das recalls how one day after working very hard for 10 hours straight jananda suddenly announced hey it's 10 to 7 let's go to aarti everyone else was so tired that aarti was the last thing on their minds but jananda quickly jumped into the shower and then bounced down to the temple room for aarti so just like prabhupada said one of the devotee qualities naam gaane sada ruchi so as soon as we are becoming advancing krishna consciousness our taste in holy name is increased you will always be trying to chant always trying to hear so you can say jananda prabhu was always eager to chant and hear the holy name of the lord of all the process of krishna consciousness jananda was most attached to preaching whether it was during the sunday feast while making incense run or while building rathyatra cards jananda was always trying to find some person with whom he could share his ecstasy in krishna consciousness his preaching was very simple and easy to listen to we just have to keep chanting and have faith in the name we just have to chant and take prasadam shri prabhupada is so kind to give us such a simple process this was his faith just we have to keep chanting and take prasadam
So one of the example we can see here. Jananda's preaching was very attractive for the non-devotees. Chandan Acharya recalls seeing Jananda engaged in preaching late night, late one night. It was 11.30 and Jananda was fixing a broken down Sankirtan band. As he lay on his back working under the band, he preached to hippies who were standing nearby. All they could see of him was a pair of legs, but they stood by this thing, completely absorbed as Jananda worked and preached away. As soon as he felt a person was at all ready, Jananda would preach to him about chanting and about Srila Prabhupada. There was no protocol or strict etiquette, just sincere and confidential glorification of Krishna. True to his character, Jananda was often preaching to guests from his wheelchair even during his last days in this world. Devotees who know him could tell from a distance exactly what he was saying. You just have to have faith in the name. So now we'll see that devotees, just like we can see directly in this verses, Prahlad Maharaj is again and again uh, showing his humility by saying that I am not at all qualified. I'm the most sinful person. I've taken birth in a sinful family. And Prahlad Maharaj and Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami says that I am more fallen than Jagai Madai. Similarly, we'll see hi Jananda Prabhu, this how this Jananda devotee is a Prabhu. He is also showing his humility. Humility was certainly Jananda's most prominent quality. He treated everyone as his superior, even new devotee. Maharaj Das remembers that Jananda Das, Jananda was always asking his advice. Hey Bhakta Mike, what do you think of this? Although his service was glorious, he never wanted any glory. He avoided praise just like a plague. Devotee got to know that if they wanted to be around him, they had better not to praise Jananda. Otherwise, he would simply leave. Once he was with Danvir, someone came to Jananda and began to praise him. Jananda just ignored him. Later he turned to Danvir and said, You know, if you have been around this movement a few years, people naturally offer you some respect. Not that his service or qualities were so great. He was just so around for a few years was his humble, humble thinking. If he never if he ever spoke about himself at all, Jananda would speak so humbly that Lochandas recalls. It was difficult not to think of yourself as feeling being better than him. If you had any reason to be puffed up, Jananda would bring it in you. Feeling himself unworthy, he would step aside so that others could lead Kirtan, give classes, or to do Aarti. Instead, he would be found fixing cars, unplugging toilets, washing dishes, and taking out trash. So you can see here, he will voluntarily do some services which are which are menial in nature, for example, cleaning toilets, fixing up cars, and washing dishes. So you will not do any services which people will praise him, although people will definitely praise him because he's a great devotee, but still he will never do any service. He will simply be engaged in his own work by doing service, serving Prabhupada. This is the quality of a devotee. You never would like to see that people are praising him. Once a new boy came to visit the San Francisco temple, he wanted to help. So Keshav Das sent him to the trash area where Jananda was preparing the weekly trash run. Jananda told the boy, I am the garbage man around here. For years I have been watching garbage men carry out trash. So now Krishna is giving me a chance to do this for him. The boy not only helped load the trash, trash but accompanied Jananda 
to the garbage dump. Later, that boy became a devotee and he recalled thinking if the garbage men in this temple can be so blissful, just imagine what the rest of the devotees are like. <laughs> so this boy is thinking if garbage man is so blissful, what is what, is, what about the devotees of the temple? So let me become a devotee. Karanjana recalls one another incident of Jananda's humility. One day before Yatra, before Rath Yatra, I spent the whole day running around with Jananda. By the time we got back to the temple, it was midnight. The whole building was so crowded that we could not find any space to lie down. Finally, we found one, we found room in one little store project. I was so tired that all I could do was throw my sleeping bag on the floor and lie down. Then I saw Jayananda walking out of the room. I asked him, where are you going? He said, he'll be right back. But I kept pressing him and finally he explained that he had some round of japa pending to finish up. He did not want, it to, he did not want to keep me awake by chanting in, in our room. Nor did he want me to feel bad because he was going to go out to do something else. Just He just wanted to slip away to some corner and fulfill his work. I remember saying, sometimes it is not possible to finish all one's round because there is no such so much work to do. That's okay. I am not too tired, Jayananda replied. I was amazed not only by his consideration for me, but by his full submission to Srila Prabhupada. So sometimes it also happens with us that, okay, I am little tired, better let me not. I will chant tomorrow, but not, not read. I will read tomorrow. I will hear tomorrow. But you can see here, by his own example, he is teaching. Entirely he has worked too much to extent that another godbrother is simply going and sleeping, but he is going out to complete his round. That shows his commitment towards the Prabhupada's instruction. So that's what I'm telling. When we read all these uh, incidences of a devotee, we should take so much of inspiration that how much we are submitted to Srila Prabhupada, submissive to Srila Prabhupada. Another, although perfectly qualified, Jananda was reluctant to take the post as a temple president or sannyasi. He was not, it was not that he could not approach or could not do that. He would do whatever asked to him. Want, he would do whatever was asked of him. He was happiest just to working under someone. In this way, he was the backbone of the Bay Area's Scon temple for years. Though frequently changing administration, he would always faithfully serve the acting temple president. He was very special and yet no one paid any special attention to him. That was just the way he liked things. So you can see, if you do something, little bit we want to show it off, right? That I have done this thing, but you can see his devotee. He will, although he had got all the qualities, he had, he had become temple president. That means the first person in the temple, the temple president, the highest authority in the temple. But he will never take that post and he will always like to work under someone. This is the quality of a devotee. So now let's see service attitude. Jananda was always ready to do whatever was necessary to push on Krishna consciousness. He was expert at everything, cooking, preaching, duty worship, public relations, sankirtan, selling incense, construction and everything else it takes to run a temple. He was a tireless worker. He would be the first one in the morning and the last one to sleep at night. It was Jananda who was always running out to get the flowers. Jananda who was washing dishes and making sure the kitchen was clean. Jananda who was often missing class while he was out doing some service. 
and Jananda, who was always encouraging others to go out to preach and setting the example himself. Whatever assignment he was given, he would always get done, even if he had to suffer personally for it. No matter how hard, how hard he was working, he would never stop for a nap during the day. He seemed to be in a job stable. Jambavan Prabhu remembers that many times the San Francisco devotee would go out to the Berkeley to distribute the leftover prasad after a Sunday feast. First, Jayananda would be in the kitchen cleaning, then someone would say, Hey, what about this leftover prasadam? Jayananda would say, Okay, first let's get this kitchen clean. He would organize the cleanup crew and then work twice as hard as anybody. Then he would transfer the prasad, load it, and the devotees into the devotees' van and drive van to the Berkeley. Organize the distribution of prasad and leave the kirtan while we distributed. In the later years, he was with Radha Damodar Tribal Sankirtan Party. Jananda would help manage and sustain the traveling bus program and simultaneously do all the Sankirtan day in, day out, side by side with Brahmacharis of his half age. In spite of his advanced position and seniority, he never asked for any special treatment. Leading devotees would often describe him the most advanced devotee in the moment. And just like one of the qualities of a devotee is, he would never like to criticize. At the same time, he would never like to uh, hear any criticism about others. So this is the quality was also we can see in Jananda Prabhu. Those who knew Jananda was always noticed one remarkable quality about him. He would not criticize others. It was against his nature. Even if a devotee did something which warranted criticism, Jananda would usually say nothing or else something that made the mistake appear to be perfectly understandable. No matter who was giving class or leading Kirtan, he would always appreciate it. He never spoke harsh words or chastised anybody. If one devotee was criticizing another, within ear short of Jananda, Jananda would simply leave. Because he knew how to encourage people. The temple leader would always assign new men to work with Jayananda. He saw no distinction between new devotee and old devotee. Both were his superiors. He could quickly give a new man a sense of identity and a feeling that he belonged to Krishna consciousness. A true Vaishnava, he was expert at fanning any little spark of Krishna consciousness into a big fire. He will Few will dispute that claim that Jananda made more devotees and helped more, more pull through anywhere else in the movement. That means he was the one who pulled the most number of devotees in the movement. Although he was not for a long period of time with Srila Prabhupada. So he was also dear to everyone. How we can see here. Like the Goswami, Jananda was dear both the gentle and the ruffians. He was as much at home with the Italians and the produce market with Brahmacharis in the temple. He would make friends on the street Sankirtan and they would often come up to him and say, Hey, where have you been? Once a devotee was approached by a stranger drunk in San Francisco. The drunk looked at his robes and asked the devotee, Hey, where is my old friend Jayananda? <laughs> Many devotees, including Danavir and Chandanacharya, had the experience of taking over Jananda's old territory on incense selling runs or bhoga runs. 
they would meet people who said such things as where is johnny ananda or that man he is the nicest and most pure man i have ever met one man told chandan acharya where well, i don't know much about your philosophy but if janan if that jananda is into it it must be all right <laughs> so you can see here how much uh, people used to love him even strangers they are telling i don't know about philosophy but if jananda was there that must be all right there is a nature of pure devotee there is a, there is a nature of devotees so prabhupada also said that many times devotees used to say that about prabhupada sometimes we don't know what he is telling but we had full faith on prabhupada that he is not cheating us whatever he is telling is correct once near the ratyatra cart work cart work site jananda invited keshav to step inside a bar and meet some friends of his they walked inside and immediately some 25 faces looked up and smiled brightly someone said oh this must be your friend you were telling us about the temple resident they presented the two devotees with a sack of full of vegetarian groceries which they had chipped into other to buy among the devotees jananda was like big brother always compassionate and willing to listen to them but devotees really burdened him with some problems when you were when you were around jananda said karandar you had no problems the devotees loved jananda and talked about him during long drives and walking sankirtan he was dear to them because he had a sense of humor true jambavan recalls being awakened on one midnight one night at midnight by jananda wakes wake up said jananda i have got a benediction for you he then pushed a big samosa into his sleepy jambavan's mouth like varada yudhishthir jananda ceremony was never born this was specially evident during the yatra time jananda would organize a crew of singing groupers uncooperative personalities and non devotees of the street to build the ratyatra cart although many of his men sat down for smoke during breaks he would get them to work 10 12 or 14 hours a day he was always glorifying others and working hard with working hard himself in fact he worked harder than anybody else all those qualities made him very inspiring to work with Jananda was all was well known as transcendental miser. He hated to spend any of Shri Prabhupada's money. Personally, he had no possessions. Even during his years as householder, when he was on the road selling incense, he would sleep in the car or a bench. Sometimes with friends he had make in various cities. Many of these friends, such as Maharaj Das, Jiva Das, later became devotees as a result of Jananda's preaching. Jananda used to use his personal charm with people to get them to give everything free or at a discount for Krishna. Without spending huge sums of money, he would personally collect nearly all the bhoga, flowers, lumber, paint, and everything else needed to put Ratha Yatra every year, each year. One year there was hundreds of devotees at the temple to feed just before the festival. Jananda went to see one of his famous friends at the produce market, Banana King Lumi. he came back with a four free trucks of bananas first class pineapples covered with some donated milk products the devotees ate bananas pineapples and cream as much as anyone could eat all of free so this was the quality we used to make sure that everything used to be done in free without uh, without paying anything or temple will temple will not pay anything you will bring everything free 
Although he was a senior devotee and could have had anything he wanted, he always dressed in old dhotis and work clothes, which had he had buy for one dollar per set from the at the Salvation Army thrift store. So he could have anything. Although he was senior devotee, but always used to wear old clothes. So Janand was the king of Rath Yatra also. Janand was the backbone of Babe area Rath Yatra for years, and his experience at beach. Are summarized in the 1977 Rath Yatra edition back to Godhead magazine. Behind the scenes, Jananda was doing everything in preparation for each festival. He would beg food, flowers, and funds, buy materials, and build the cards, advertise, arrange the arrange for permits, organize the cooking and serving for prasad. All those things went right down to the wire. He would consistently succeed in fulfilling all his plans every year. After the festival, Jananda personally brought a prasadam. Cake or pie to each and every person who had helped in some way or the other, because of his efforts, the devotee in the Bay Area enjoy to this day an amazingly harmonious relationship with the city officials. During the weeks of fest, during the weeks before the festival, sorry, I may take a little extra time today, maybe five minute, five more minutes, but it is very important. During the weeks before the festival, Jayananda would sleep at the site where Rath carts were under construction. He would rise every day at 4 a.m. without fail, even if that meant he was getting only three hours sleep or less. To keep his crew enlivened, he would cook fantastic prasadam on a tiny grass stove at the site. This preparation was always carefully offered and each was filled with so much bhakti at, that the temple devotees would sometimes sneak down to the cart just to get some. So here we'll see now his relationship with Srila Prabhupada. So although he had done so many services, so, but he will never uh, would like to come in front of Prabhupada in the sense, so much respect here that I cannot come Srila Prabhupada. I'm such a fallen devotee. So you will see here. Jananda said of Srila Prabhupada, I knew he did not want to cheat me. So I wanted to work for him. Just like he told. So Jananda told that because I know Prabhupada was not cheating. So that's why I was working for him. In his dealing with Srila Prabhupada, Jayananda kept his usual low profile. He was generally off working on some project when Srila Prabhupada came to the San Francisco. Their relationship was therefore, as Kandarva describes, Karanda describes, one of old friends or very economical. That is to say, Jayananda did not go in for long meetings with Srila Prabhupada, even when all other temple leaders were doing so. By way of reciprocation, Srila Prabhupada would invariably call for Jayananda when he was uh, when he arrived in the temple. Sometimes he would have to make repeated requests. And when Jayananda was finally located, he would resist, saying, No, I cannot, I cannot go to see him. I am too dirty, I am too fallen. He had worked after festivals and let others see Prabhupada. Thus, Jayananda's relationship with Srila Prabhupada was always one of service. Service to Srila Prabhupada was the core of Jayananda's life. Once Danvir asked him, how does one make spiritual advancement in Krishna consciousness? Jananda answered, I don't know. I'm too busy working to think about it. <laughs> so he said, I'm very busy. I don't know how to make spiritual advancement. I'm simply working. Jananda's final meeting with Srila Prabhupada took place in New York at the 1976 When Srila Prabhupada arrived at the airport, Jananda drove the car to pick him up. Prabhupada was sitting in the back seat and asked, who is driving? The devotee said, this is Jayananda. 
Oh, I know Jayananda said Prabhupada. He gave me dollar five thousand to print my Bhagavad Gita. The so he was very fearless also, and Jayananda was not only big and powerful in body; he was strong with faith in Krishna. Therefore, nothing could fight at him. Once on San Francisco's market market street, Jayananda was playing Radanga and was leading Kirtan party. When down the street, an enormous man appeared. He was at least seven feet tall and weighed perhaps three hundred pounds. His unkempt beard and drunken appearance indicated that he was an old veteran living in the bars of his of his pension. As he approached the kirtan party, the temple's reserve kshatriyas, keshavdas, and guru kripadas readied themselves for a fight. Sure enough, the monster marched up to Jayananda, turned and began to shout, "Stop that chanting!" Jayananda looked him straight in the eye and said firmly, "Just chant Hare Krishna, just chant Hare Krishna." To everyone's amazement, the drink, the drunk, simply turned and walked away without a scrap. The ultimate expression of Jayananda's fearlessness came with the at the end of his life when he was diagnosed with leukemia and cancer with lymph lymph glands. He wrote from the hospital, so he was having cancer. So what is telling? I was out of the hospital for a month going to clinic, and now I'm back for a couple of weeks of intensive treatment. Actually, the whole thing was a real blessing as it made me realize that death is right at hand. Somehow, I need these potent reminders to help me advance in Krishna consciousness. For the time I was in temple, I was appreciating Krishna consciousness so much more than ever before. So it's been a real blessing. Even in his last few months in LA temples, Jayananda never succumbed. To fear self pity or or self pity, when his old friends would come to his room and see his withered form of ghostly appearance, they would find it hard to talk their way around his condition. What Jananda communicated, on the other hand, was completely disinterest the whole subject of his death of his health. Instead, he was scheming how to put on Rath Yatra in Los Angeles. Sitting on the lawn in his wheelchair, looking like that personified, Jayananda could not stop thinking and talking about Ratyatra. Karandara remembers looking at his, looking at him for his death. Jayananda was there, the epitome of Krishna consciousness and fearlessness of death. Karandara thought it odd that he did not feel any great pity or remorse for Jayananda, that he could understand. That if Jananda was so Krishna conscious, how could anyone look at him and not able to and not also be Krishna conscious? Jananda pushed on the Los Angeles Rathyatra until he was so weak that he could not longer could no longer pick up the phone and call old friends to ask for donation. Factually, he collected a large amount of Lakshmi and devised the various means by which the festival could take place. The festival managers will readily admit that without Jananda's appearance, the first Satyatra festival in LA would not have been taken place in 1977. Thus, he proved by engaging the devotional service, one transcends even the fear of death. The Jananda passed away while Shri Prabhupada was still on the planet is not insignificant. In this way, Shri Prabhupada was able to confirm to all of us that everyone should follow the example of Jananda. Certainly, those who knew Jayananda should take it upon themselves to preach about his qualities of humility, eagerness to serve, equanimity, and devotion to Krishna and Prabhupada. We offer our humble obeisances 
to all such devotees who understood these qualities and tried to share with them. We offer our number of instances unto His Divine Krishna Prabhupada and to Sri Srimad Jayananda Prabhu, this exemplary character, exemplary teacher of devotional service, Krishna consciousness. And surprisingly, Prabhupada has written a letter to him after his departure. So he left this world at 1st May 1977 and Prabhupada is writing a letter to him on 5th May after his departure, Prabhupada is writing. And what Prabhupada is writing? My dear Jayananda, please accept my blessings. I am feeling very intensely, very intensely your separation. In 1967, you joined me in San Francisco. You were driving my car and chanting Hare Krishna. You are the first man to give me some contribution for printing my Bhagavad Gita. After that, you have rendered very favorable service to Krishna in different ways. I so hope that at the time of your death, you are remembering Krishna and as such, you have been promoted to the eternal association of Krishna. If not, if you had any tinge of material desire, you have gone to celestial kingdom to live with demigod for many thousands of years and enjoy the most opulent life of material existence. From there, you can promote yourself to the spiritual world. But even if one fails to promote himself to the spiritual world, at that time, he comes down again on the surface of his globe and takes birth in a big family like yogis or brahmanas or an aristocratic family, aristocratic family, where there is again chance for reviving Krishna consciousness. But as you were hearing Krishna Kirtan, I am sure that you were directly promoted to Krishna Loka. Janma karma chime divyam evam yugeti taktataha taktva deham pojjamaiti maamiti swarajana. Krishna has done a great favor to you not to continue your diseased body and has given you a suitable place for your service. Thank you very much. So, this was the character of Jayananda Prabhu. So, all of us should take inspiration from Jayananda Prabhu how we can at least bring some. Some portion of uh, devotion, what he had for Srila Prabhupada. If we can develop some or the other, some portion of it will be successful. So it's a great day. And fortunately, we have read something about him. And this, this word says, Prabhupada Seva, we have to serve a pure devotee. Exactly the same thing he was doing. He was serving Srila Prabhupada directly. Directly in the sense, whatever Prabhupada was telling, he was doing that, even without his presence. So sometimes people say that we have to. Meet spiritual master physically. But here you can see, he was not willing to come in front of Srila Prabhupada. He was too much busy with his service and Prabhupada was also appreciating. So actually, this proves that uh, physical presence is not so important in spiritual subject matter. That's why Prabhupada used to say that I, in my entire lifetime, I met my spiritual master only three or four times. But he was always there with me, with his instruction. So similarly, you can see Jainan Prabhu also. It is not that he is always with Prabhupada, but he was serving Prabhupada more than anyone else. So this is not only spiritual, uh, this physical presence, it is beyond physical presence. A devotee has a relationship with this spiritual master. So let us pray to Jainan Prabhu, just like he is a great devotee. We can also become a great devotee. We can also serve Srila Prabhupada very, very nicely. And ultimately, we can serve Krishna also.